Hey there, it's commitment day for TJ Power in the class of 2023. Coach Pat Kilby and I just want to hop in with a quick bonus episode for you, just about 10 minutes, letting you know some thoughts on TJ Power and where we think he will ultimately end up. Let's get right into it. Pac, what do you say? Let's do it. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. Welcome into a little quick bonus episode of the Locked on Tar Heels podcast. I'm your host, Isaac Shea. Joining me as he does every Wednesday is the man, Coach Pat Kilby. And we just want to get you prepped because it is commitment day for class of 2023 power forward TJ Power. TJ is from Shrewsbury, Massachusetts, way up there in the frigid cold of New England. He's 6'8". 210. Uh, he is down to a final five of North Carolina, Duke, Iowa, Virginia, and that home up there, Boston College, the Eagles. And so we're set to find out tomorrow, uh, later today, excuse me, at 5 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be live streamed on 247. You can find the link to it if you go to TJ's uh, Twitter page and you'll see all of that right there waiting on you. And so uh, this has been kind of a commitment that, that, or excuse me, a recruitment that quite frankly, Pac came into being because Gigi Jackson decommitted at that yeah. point, North Carolina turned up uh, the fire on him, turned up the recruiting heat. Part of that too, is that he blew up this summer. He had always been solid, but really blew up at peach jam, had a great summer and then really flew on to people's radar packing i know we haven't seen a ton of him a lot of that is because he just blew up in big ways this summer but from what little we have seen of him anything that stands out to you about tj power yeah i mean when you look at tj and then you look at north carolina he kind of fits the mold that or the direction that hubert davis is going in right he's the he's the prototypical like pick and pop ghost screen type guy that can just knock down shots um and then even even more so, I mean, he's really probably more of a three than he is a four um, because he can really put the ball on the floor and he has a real good skill set overall. He moves laterally well. He can guard multiple positions. Uh, but the main thing that he does is shoot it, and he does that really well. Does that really well. As we've heard um, and seen, he is, frankly, a better shooter than Gigi Jackson. That's not really even debatable. Uh, I mean, just kind of factually, as you look at numbers at this point, uh, who knows what Gigi will get to. But as of today, TJ Power is a better shooter. Um, as you talked about, I love his passing capability and love what he brings to the table there. The ability to be a distributor at the size he is and at the position he plays. As you said, a lot of times when we think um, kind of power forward stretch four. We usually think, oh, he's built like a five, but can play the four. And as you said with TJ, I think what's really interesting is he is a kind of stretch four, but projects if he's going one way or the other, it's more down towards a three than up to a five. That that feels like a little bit unique for me and what we see in a lot of these guys. Would you agree with that, Pac? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's He's got, like you mentioned before, he's got the ability to pass. He's got the guard skills. He's got the ability to shoot. He can put the ball on the floor. So, and he's not overly tall. I mean, he's 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 big. He's he's long. And <laughs> yeah. He he's just not what you think of when you think of a four or a five. 
but he's got in today's game, you know, it's positionless. It's, hey, can you guard multiple positions? Can you play multiple spots on the offensive side of the floor? And that's what he offers really is he can do that and he can do that really well. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, Jason Jordan said um, in uh, something he said to me a couple of weeks ago was for what he brings to college game and how he plays, he might actually be a better fit for North Carolina than Gigi Jackson would be. Now, hear me not saying this is nothing against Gigi Jackson. This is just for what uh, TJ Power brings to the table, the potential. He might be a, a one-year player, but looks to be potentially a, a multi-year player, just depending on how next season would go for him, that he could fit even better into what Hubert Davis uh, is looking for in a player of his caliber. Now, I know Carolina is super loaded at the three and will be again next year, but if he could play a lot of those minutes at the four, then that would be uh, a big win for the Tar Heels. Um, now, we want to talk a little bit more about his actual commitment, what we think about it, and where he might wind up. Let me tell you first just a little bit about Bet Online, which is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. There's also reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering info from live in-game betting to scores and podcasts they've got you covered. So head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, so here's what's really interesting to me, Pat, because let's just be upfront and honest about this, is it seems like all, all the news, all the the information we're hearing from back channels and scouts and things like that are all pointing towards TJ Power committing to Duke. There's just been a lot of noise that way lately. And typically in recruiting, where there's smoke, there's fire. And so it seems like that's what's going to happen. But there had been a lot of movement, it felt like, towards North Carolina. He visited the schools in very close um, time proximity to one another. But Pac... Uh, it seems to maybe not make a ton of sense for him to choose Duke. Why do you think so? Well, they've got a recruiting class that's kind of already loaded down at what he does. And so it's just kind of like, hey, you know, if you go to Duke, you can be one of four of these guys that's going to do this and offer this to us. Or, you know, you could potentially go to Carolina or Virginia or somewhere else where you could play a more prominent role right off the bat. And, uh, you know, we've seen we've seen Duke kind of do this before and be successful in the recruiting aspect. And then the next thing you know, there's a couple of them transferring out. And that's for TJ's sake, that's not what I want to see happen for him. And that's something that unfortunately I could foresee happening. And maybe not yeah. him, but maybe a, a different guy in that class. But there's a lot of guys in that position that do the same thing. Absolutely. And that means somebody's going to get left out in the cold, meaning sitting on the bench. And then you've got to sit like you, you referenced somebody that jumps to mind is like Joey Baker, who came in a year early to Duke and then just never, I'm not saying they're the same player. I'm just saying situationally, it feels a little bit similar where coach K essentially, it felt like really leaned on Joey Baker to come in and, and be there early. And then he just never really had a major role at Duke and now is playing elsewhere, transferred out this season. And so um, it just feels a little bit odd 
to me. Um, and so, uh, but it, unfortunately, it sounds like unless there's some kind of, you know, switcheroo, dipsy-doo that TJ Power, TJ Power is playing here, that ultimately when we see his commitment on Wednesday early evening, that he is going to put on a Duke hat for John Shire. Pack, why do you think, though, that it would make a bunch of sense for him to come to North Carolina? Make that argument for me. Well, like we kind of talked about earlier, I think, you know, for one, guys like Pete Nance, Pete Nance is going to be gone in a year, and that's a role that TJ could fill. Um, now, like you said, you know, we're kind of – Jalen Washington is there, and, um, you know, we're loaded down into three, which TJ could play some too. But you talk about playing a prominent role right off the bat. TJ could do that at North Carolina. He fits the scheme that Hubert's trying to install and move forward with at Carolina. And so – I think it would be a really good, a really good marriage between TJ and the Tar Heels. Um, I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I could see him fitting in really well at a place like Virginia. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where they'll set they'll set a lot of screens for him to come off of and knock down <laughs> shots. He's a pretty good defender, um, so I, I think that he would fit in well there. Um, really, to be honest with you, it kind of shocks me because Duke is probably the worst fit. Of all the of these five, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, he could. I, I think Boston College, from a competitiveness standpoint, he would stay. I think they're only in there because of of the geographic location of being close to home, and I believe there's some some ties there as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're right. I think Duke in in a lot of ways makes the least sense at, at Iowa. He's not going to have to go play defense because that's not what Fran McCaffrey teams do, but he could go and score the crud out of the ball. Right. And so I'm with you. I, I think he's a great type of Virginia player. I think Carolina fans would love this dude. I think as um, I, I talked about with Jason Jordan last week, he and Zayden high would actually fit really well together if Zayden high decides to come to North Carolina. And so um, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Also keep in mind that this young man is a fantastic baseball player as well. So a, a uh, multi-talented young man who has cross-trained across different disciplines and, and you love to see some of those capabilities. So ultimately uh, everything's up in the air, unless you're already watching this after TJ Powers commitment, but make sure you tune in at 5 PM Eastern time on Wednesday night, September 7th, to see where TJ Power goes. Again, you can find that link on his social media page to watch his commitment ceremony. Can't wait to see what happens there. Pat Kilby, always great to be together. Always great to talk basketball. Always great to see who's going to come to North Carolina because ultimately, as Coach Davis always says, I want dudes who want to be here. And if TJ Power doesn't want in on that, sorry, brother. That's right, man. Get out of here with that. It's uh, it's it's Tar Heels or 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 hit the road. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, TJ Power, obviously, we wish you the best wherever you do land. Um, hopefully, you will make uh, whatever choice is best for you and your family, and that you will ultimately be pleased with wherever that is. We're so glad that you checked in. Today is exactly two months from the fourth from the first North Carolina basketball game of the season against UNC Wilmington. And so today starts our drive for five. We are having a goal to get to 5,000 YouTube subscribers by tip off of the first basketball game. Would love it if you would help us do that. If you're somebody watching or listening to this and you are not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do that very easy, very quick, and it would help us be a part of that. And I would also ask you if you wouldn't mind, spread the word, let others know, hey, we're trying to get to this 5,000 by November 7th. Come join in, it's gonna be rad. 
As always, for Coach Pat Kilby, I'm Isaac Shade. We want to remind you that it is a great day to be a Tar Heel. Until next time, peace. <laughs>